Hello, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. My name is Chris. And my name is Anthony. Is that your name, or is, is that your real name? <laughs> no, is actually. That your de- is, is that your designation? <laughs> I use a pseudonym. <laughs> Dang, I forgot what I was supposed to say right now. Oh, yeah. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I Excellent. am incredibly busy. Incredibly. New house stuff okay. the last few weeks. I've barely had time to watch these movies. <laughs> like, I've had to, like... This one in particular, I actually had to watch in two parts. Because mm. I was like, well, I have a half hour now and an hour <laughs> later. Okay, let's do this. Well, let's see what we can do. Okay, let's roll. Fair enough. Speaking of movies that we're supposed to be watching, what did we watch, Anthony? I never know how long the banter is going to last, you know? <laughs> sometimes you have like 15 questions for me and made up segments. And sometimes you jump right in and expect me to have everything prepared. Sorry. We watched... The 2019 Canadian-Japanese superhero action film, Enhanced. Mm, it was enhanced. produced, written, and directed by James Mark. Premiered in, in 2019 at the Toronto After Dark Film Festival. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Yes. The mo- one of the more interesting, interesting things about this movie is you, in fact, messaged me and you were like, is this a sequel? And I was like, yeah. as far as I'm aware, no. And you provided me with information on a 2017 movie called Kill Order. Same director, uh, also starring, spoilers, Chris Mark. Yeah, the director's brother, Chris. Okay, yeah, it would make sense that they are brothers, yeah, with the same last name. But I'm looking here on Wikipedia. This is not an advertised sequel, but is the continuation of the story from the 2017 movie Kill Order. So very interesting. Yeah, I think the IMDb trivia calls it a a standalone story in the same universe, not a direct sequel plot-wise. It's pretty pretty neat. Yeah, no, we watched this on Amazon Prime. And as soon as it's done, you know, you can scroll, like it takes you back to the... It takes you out of the movie and you can scroll down and see other movies. And it's like other things from director James Mark. And I was like, oh, that's that same guy we just saw. Oh, he has the same blue eyes. Let me click on that. I read the the plot and I was like, hmm, interesting. 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 Very (laughs) So we accidentally watched the second one first, although it sounds like you could watch them in either order. They're not really meant to be uh, consumed linearly. Enhanced. Very interesting movie. We'll go ahead and save that for some of our initial thoughts and opinions. But I do want to talk about (laughs) how, like, as I was watching this movie, I was like, okay, okay, okay. Like, I don't want to, I'm going to use the phrase, I got Code 8 vibes, but I think that's Uh, probably the wrong phrase. But it's the phrase I wrote down, so. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. The beginning, the first 20 minutes or so, yeah. Yeah, very much. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and uh, hit me off with your initial thoughts and opinions and maybe share with me a fact or two. It's all facts from here on out, baby. Mm. Enhanced is sitting at 4.7 out of 10 stars on IMDb with a median score of five. Rotten Tomatoes uh, with eight reviews has it sitting at 25% rotten uh, with a 40% audience score. Okay. Did you have... Any Metacritic or Google review ratings? I could not find it on Metacritic, and not enough people on Google have seen this movie, apparently. That's perfectly fine. (laughs) So this is our typical kind of low-budget, middle-of-the-road B-movie. Like, we've seen so many movies that fit in this. It's not horrible, but it's not (laughs) worth 
watching either kind of category. I did get major, major Code 8 vibes. I also, I don't understand how it's 2021, okay? And I feel like I've said it's 2021 a lot recently. But Mm -hmm. we have almost unlimited knowledge at our fingertips. You can bing anything and you can find an article on Wikipedia that probably explains it. You can find some other obscure, you can find official manuals for things, for how things work. There's Mm -hmm. absolutely no reason for these movies to get basic American military procedure wrong. Okay. And this is not the first movie. This is far from the first movie to get stuff wrong. And I I don't usually (laughs) mind when some things are wrong or inaccurate because it doesn't really matter. I think the last big offender for us was probably alien warfare. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. (laughs) But But this one was, was that more like getting things wrong or just say like, we don't have any money. Like we don't have any money to get it right. You know That's what I fair. mean. Like they actually was, had, is it they had that? actual former Navy SEALs in that movie <laughs> to lead, and then it's always like, well, you know, if they decided that was cool, then it's cool. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell the Navy SEAL that he got, that he was inaccurate. I'm out. I'm yeah. out. Come, I know where come I on, sit. Dude. Yeah. What's up, dude? What's hey, up, dude. dude. <laughs> uh, they use the word "dude" a lot in Alien Warfare, yeah. and they use the they use a couple of curse words a little t- the, almost as much in this movie. No, it's just they're saluting indoors. The general has a goatee. They're he's saluting a captain. Yeah, he's a captain with a general star in his collar. <laughs> I don't know. I wrote down major because I didn't see because it didn't look like the right color, and I thought it was the the leaf. And then they call him captain. But then he has a general star. I don't know who he is. Okay, because yeah. I so guess we're, I didn't... we're escalating. We're escalating yeah. here. He salutes an officer of some indeterminate rank <laughs> indoors. That officer has a full, not I said goatee, he has a full Van Dyke. Yeah. Yeah, the mustache into the goatee into a point with a little bit of scruff on the sides. Okay. All right. He's a general. I don't think they can get away with that, but whatever. Or he's a captain and he really can't get away with it. I don't know. And then other People are our main character, Sergeant something, Sergeant George Shepard, 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 Shepard. <laughs> he's getting saluted. You don't salute sergeants. And he's he's getting saluted indoors again. And no, no one returns salutes. They just walk by and go, sir, and just keep going. I'm like, I don't think this is how this isn't how this works. And I know that they're Canadian or whatever. But I don't think it's how it works there either. I think it's pretty similar and so it's just small things that just like, oh, you want me to believe, you want me to believe in what's happening. You want me to, to, to suspend some disbelief. And then it all went to not because at the end of the movie, it turns out they're a private organization. They have employers and yeah. he was hired by Captain General Williams to do this stuff. And so why are they saluting at all? And why does Captain General Williams have a uniform on? Like Why is who? he in an Air Force uniform? <laughs> I wasn't even going to mention it. I wasn't even going to okay. mention that. Okay. <laughs> but you're right. Why is he in an Air Force uniform? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Nothing here. So I say all that to say that the movie just doesn't care. It just It's incredibly inconsistent. They I'm didn't do the research on their on basic things. Like on the most basic of stuff. The movie starts, I think my first note is uh, generic action stars, number one and number two, <laughs> sitting, in, <laughs> sitting in an SUV or outside an SUV. 
it just all right here here's i want to sum up my feelings about this movie okay it's not a horrible movie it's not the worst movie we've ever seen or anything like that i think it deserves that 4.7 i think that's fairly solid i think it's better than alien warfare but also worse than alien warfare because i think alien warfare knew what it was and camped it up right <laughs> okay however at one point this line is said he made a choice. Don't let it be for nothing. <laughs> All right. That's how I'm going <laughs> to That's how I'm going to end my opinions on this film. Okay. Okay. Oh, and the uh, the lead villain has a superpower to to magically clean his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I he uh spoilers in 321. David apparently is a being of pure energy that possesses a human body of some kind. Somehow. We don't know. Yeah. But since he's a being of pure energy and apparently he can disintegrate people, I would assume that means he has the power over subatomic particles. But for most of the movie, it's only his jacket. His sure. He kills a bunch of people and he gets blood on him, but it's only on the shirt under the jacket yeah. that he was clearly wearing while yeah. blood was going everywhere. And then later, after he's dead, his shirt is also clean. Yeah. Who, Who knows? knows? Who knows? They were consistent with the hole through the shirt. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he only has one, like, he's just, he's just got a wardrobe of just the same mm. outfit. It's just like a, it's just in a box in a car somewhere. <laughs> I have a couple things about this, <laughs> this movie. But first, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, pirouette into talking about military advisors on set. <laughs> they couldn't afford an advisor. And, well, no, I think it's pretty common at this point that Hollywood has never done a really great job of being consistent, not only with how the military is like represented or like how procedure for military procedure, police procedure, uh, emergency response procedure, because it's Hollywood, right? If you don't already know, when you're being arrested, technically you're not supposed to be read your Miranda rights as you're being arrested. Well, they're supposed to read them to, they're supposed to read them to you if they ask you any questions, right? Because you have the right to remain silent. I think that most movies are just going to get it out of the way or television shows are just going to get out of the way. So as soon as they arrest somebody, they read them Miranda rights and then they just move on. Right. Obviously. Yes. You, you don't salute people indoors. Sure. Not casually anyways. Yeah. There's exceptions to every rule. Why are there people in uniform without hats, without covers outside? Right. Whatever. You and I are fans of a show called Stargate SG one, which I've referenced many times. And there is in fact an episode where a character, Colonel, Jack O'Neill with two L's goes on set for a show and he's the military advisor and they don't listen to him. <laughs> like, I think he even makes a suggestion and they both, they all turn and look at him like, you're not supposed to say things. <laughs> like, you're here so we can satisfy uh, whatever requirement we need to satisfy. But why don't you just shut up and mind your business, right? And I think that maybe like, there's more meta commentary in that than we, I was aware of at the time. But it makes sense. As I've gotten older, I'm like, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Right. So enhanced. I think that we have on more than one occasion referred to a big action blockbuster as a popcorn movie. Right. And yeah. I think that maybe there's some negative connotation that could be perceived when you call something a popcorn movie because you're not really giving it its due, I guess. Do I? Not, I mean, not me. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I went to go, when I went to go see Bad Boys for Life. I mean, I knew I was going to see the greatest movie ever made, Ooh. but I knew it was also a popcorn movie, right? Second so, greatest? I think Bad Boys well, 2 is still, it still exists, right? Like, Well, I was wrong at the time. <laughs> <laughs> 
But you know, you call it a popcorn movie, and you're not you're not being insulting. There's just there's a difference between a big action movie and then this like a not even I don't even say a space opera, but like a like a biopic. Mm. You know, a biopic. Oh, I just call them biopics. I have no idea. Maybe I've got it wrong. Well, one of us biographical 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 picture. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes Um, so much more sense. Thank you. (laughs) I would say biopic. I've never I've never heard the word out loud. Sounds like. That sounds like a that sounds like an alien's name from a, a really I, bad I, episode of Next Gen. I had never heard the name out loud or the word out loud. Oh uh, uh, yes, this is Ambassador Biopic. I didn't say Biopic. <laughs> Biopic. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, I think this movie does something that no other movie, like no other B movie. I'm do, I'm doing the T Rex finger uh, uh, hands for anyone who can't see me. Quotation marks. Air, in the air quotes. Yeah. It is what no other B movie has done, which is eschew any backstory. You don't need to see Kill Order. Like all you need to know is that there's a bunch of dudes that are black bag operators and they're out to capture people. And these people are in fact enhanced, right? Ooh. Name of the movie right there. <laughs> uh at no point do they really give us any plot. We don't really need it. We don't need a whole lot of character motivation. Every like the the very first scene, I think, does a better job of setting up the rest of the movie than many of the other films that we've watched, because everything you need to know is right out in the open. So when we get to the second the second scene with our, uh, I guess, main character, uh, Anna, one of our leads, yeah, uh, Alana Bale, like she's working in a garage. We find out she's an enhanced person. And then we immediately realize that she's trying to get out of the country. And it makes total sense if people are hunting her down. And so I, I really enjoyed that. The only real negative thing I have to say about this movie is I think a lot of the fight choreography was kind of jank. Oh, really? Yeah, just like not bad, just jank. I think Chris Mark uh, playing David, I think he's really good. Sure. I think he does a really good job of doing the fight scenes. But like for the most part, everyone else is just kind of meh. Uh, speaking of, I did a deep dive on a couple of these people's uh, IMDb's. Yeah, let's do and it. And Chris Mark... George Chortov, I'm guessing, and a couple of other people in here are stunt people. Well, well, no, no, like they just have a huge, like Chris Mark has 52 stunt credits. He has 17 acting critics, credit credits, not critics. Uh, he might have 17 <laughs> acting credits. Oh, no, yeah. no. George, George <laughs> uh, has 53 acting credits and he's got 15 stunt credits. Uh, and it looks like he did stunts before he started doing acting. So that's kind of cool. But I think this is another situation where you have just a bunch of people in the business, whether they're a producer, a stunt person, uh, a director of cinematography, assistant director, whatever. You just have someone who has a script and has the money. And you're like, cool. I know I worked with this guy once before. He was a stunt man on a movie that I was a director of photography. We're going to get him in as a character. And I think that's cool. It I is. mean, like the John Wick movies are where I think the original one was written and directed by Keanu Reeves stunt person. Uh, I'm, I, I think believe that's so. That's that. Um, I'm not going to look it up. But that is the bit yeah. of trivia I have heard as well. He is a stunt person. I don't know if he's Keanu's stunt person, but mm. so if I'm wrong, sue me. Don't sue me. I don't have the money for that. But yeah, uh, overall, I think I enjoyed the movie. I think it was it was kind of fun kind of going through and. Watching everything happen as it happened. <laughs> There's a couple character names who I don't even recognize who they like. After seeing the movie, I'm looking at the credits and going, "Okay, 
who's Marco? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm looking at his picture on IMDb and I'm like, that who? And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Marco was like the, the organized crime guy. Uh, mm. And his picture on IMDb looks nothing like the actor. Yeah, that's the thing we've talked about before. This should have a picture yeah. <laughs> of the character next to the actor. Yeah. So, so that I can keep this straight. I want to point okay. out, I looked up, we talked about doing deep dives on IMDb. Mm-hmm. James Mark has, this is his third movie. Fourth thing overall. He uh, th- Sorry, third movie to direct. Okay. Um, he also has, most of his credits are stunts. 35 stunt credits. Mm. Okay. He has eight directing credits. One is a TV special short. Then he has three movies. And he has four movies in either post or pre-production. And out of those four movies, George Chortoff is in three of them. Okay. And Chris Mark is in another. So he's obviously he's in a place to make the movies he wants. It looks like he is, uh, for the, the first one I clicked here, Escalation. It stars his brother again. He's a writer and a director. The next one, he's also a writer and the director. So he's making these movies. It looks like he's written all four of them, at least uh, co-written. So he's making the movies he wants to make, more or less. Whether the final vision is what he wants or not, I don't know. But he's obviously, like you said, he's in the business. He got some funding or money from somewhere. And he's making the movies he wants. And I I feel like I need to reiterate, 4.7 isn't bad. It's below average, but it's... I think, well, and for our show, it's actually, or for our podcast, it's actually really good. <laughs> it's not horrible. It's just not, the, you said like the stunt work is, a, you, you seem to think that the stunt work was a little uh, hit or miss. I thought it was pretty good overall. I thought it was choreographed well. I thought that the cuts were appropriate as they're going through everything. I liked the cinematography enough. The music was meh. It did nothing memorable, but it kept you going. Yeah. So it's it's not bad. It's just... It's not poorly made. It's just the story's not, it's whatever. I mean, the biggest twist in the story is that the thing possessing David, whose name we didn't even know until we're learning about the twist, or or maybe right before, is essentially a being from another universe. Yeah. But that's told through exposition. Like, that's the... (laughs) This is a big twist, and it's one character telling another character, oh, that guy over there is a being from another universe. Yeah. You know, and they dumb it down by saying alien. I tapped into zero point energy from an alternate dimension. Is, uh, wasn't that okay. the plot of Doom? Anyways, it's Doom, <laughs> a little Code 8, some X-Men. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they, they call them mutants, like in the blurb. I don't even think we blurbed. Oh, wow. Did we miss the blurb again? I'll blurb you. A Please. young woman, this is on IMDb, a young woman with enhanced abilities finds herself hunted down by a sinister government organization. But when an even stronger enhanced serial killer emerges on the scene, agents and mutants are forced to question, question their allegiances. Yeah, that's the same on Amazon Prime. I think the word mutants there is used out of, in, not only out of context, but incorrectly, in fact. Yeah, uh, because not from mutants. what I understand, a mutant is someone who is genetically different from birth, right? Or they're, they've mutated later on, right? But their DNA is different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and this is not the case in there. In this, okay. so they Very probably use that term. I don't know. It sounds like a marketing term. They're just throwing it around. Disney's not allowed to use that term, so I don't know how they're allowed to use that term. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to use this all willy-nilly. I think that maybe 4.7, I think it's too low. Mm. I think this movie is a six. I really do. I think that this movie, is the its rating is being dragged down by 71 one-star reviews. 
or one star ratings. I haven't looked at any other reviews, mostly because this movie isn't worth my time to look up those reviews. The <laughs> the people who are leaving one star reviews on this movie aren't the our typical one star reviewers. You know what I mean? The the mean, the arithmetic mean is five point four. Yeah. So I I don't I I can't I I disagree. I disagree with the six. This is not Mythica. There's there's just it's not coherent enough. The you're right that it doesn't give us a ton of backstory, but the bad part of not giving us a ton of backstory is that we don't know anything about these characters. Like we know nothing about George. He's just a dude in this situation. Now, do we need to know? Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Well, we don't need to know for the overall plot, obviously, because we didn't find out and the plot moved along and did what it was gonna do. But how am I he's a lead? How am I supposed to relate to these people if I don't know anything about them? He basically stares a lot. <laughs> and then makes one decision in the entire you know you saw the decision coming well because of storytelling and they 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 kind of telegraphed it they telegraphed it yeah. yeah it's just there's not much to him so i don't care like if he had died at the end i wouldn't have cared if he died at the end that's what i mean like it doesn't that's, it doesn't matter now anna yeah. care about her a lot more probably care we, as a as the audience we probably care about her the most or at least we're supposed to i don't care about david he's an unfortunate victim but then he's also victimizing others so he becomes the bad guy so there's like a layer of ooh but was is he actually evil yeah he's yeah he's actively killing people instead of trying to find another solution yeah. so uh, yeah. he, he is premeditatively ending other people's lives yes <laughs> he is i mean they describe him as a serial killer he, I, yeah. I guess that i guess that term fits yeah it's just i don't care about most of these characters and i think there there's no there's no heart. There's no soul in the movie. There's no soul in the story. There's nothing there. There's no substance. It's just very skin deep. That's fair. I, I guess what maybe what I meant to say was that I think this movie is a six. That if you are looking at the ratings on IMDb, there yeah. is a very, I don't want to say disproportionate, but there is a large amount of one star reviews. And if you look at any anything that has a, a rating, the best example I guess I can give is like Amazon. Like if you go on Amazon and you type in um, vacuum, right? And you look at all the, you look at like five or six different vacuums and one of them has five stars out of five, but it's got like 10 reviews. Are you going to buy that? Maybe. Mm. You look down, there's another vacuum. It's got a 4.4, but it's got 10,000 reviews, right? Right. That's the one. Maybe. Well, I don't trust, don't trust reviews on Amazon regardless. Right, right, right. But like, if you're looking at these reviews on IMDb, Set there's 71 one star reviews and then a combined 72 two and three stars. So what that tells me is there's 71 people who watched this movie and for whatever reason gave it a one star, right? Sure. Why didn't they give it a two? If you were just cut down that, if you were to make a if you were to make that one star average to the two and the three stars, the rating would go up because there's less one star reviews bringing down that like the weighted average. That's what I meant. That's what you're describing the arithmetic mean, which is why I brought up that it was five point four. I think that's what you're you're getting at without yeah knowing what that is. Probably I don't know yeah. the words. I, I, you know math. Eh, it, it makes sense, but I, I don't believe in it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think the four point seven is weighted in some way, while the five point four is an actual average or what have you. And if you're going to sit here and talk to me about the seventy one people that gave it a one, we can also take away the forty seven people that gave it a ten. Oh, Sure. <laughs> and the 49 that gave it a nine. Like we just knock those right off. 
This is a middle of the road movie. If you think it's a little above average or a little below average, either way, I just found it. I found it boring, but I also found Dune boring. So, you know, who am I? Right. What does my opinion matter? You know, it's an action movie that's full of action, but there's like, I I don't want to say that there's no point to the action, but that's the same action sequence over and over and over again. It's all just kind of cruddy one versus many martial arts. Everything that could be cool in, in the action is you see it once and it, then it's re, it's recycled. There's nothing new and unique. I guess we let's just go ahead and compare it to Code 8 because it's in the same sure. vein, right? Yeah. yeah. We have the first fight scene, which isn't even really a fight scene, but it's the, the, the fire guy, the pyro, trying to escape from the police, right? Yeah. So we kind of see an instance of fire. And then... It's in Code 8, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But later on in the movie, we see like our main character using his... You know, lightning powers. Uh, we see the cops fighting against the. Um, I don't even remember what they're called. Which in in Code Eight, what are they called? They're not called the gifted specials or powered. Yeah, I, th- I think they just call them powered. Yeah, but anyways, but like even at the end when we have both the MLs, so we have a lightning guy and a tele and a guy who's telekinetic fighting against a guy that's bulletproof. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. They kill him with a pencil <laughs> or, or some kind of sharp object or whatever. They it stab awesome. it in his eye. Yeah. yeah. Like it just, it wasn't the same thing over and over again. And I think you probably have a good point. Maybe you start to sway me. Maybe you oh, start okay. to sway me. Okay, good. But, well, it's just a bunch yeah. of people with the same powers fighting each other. And then I forgot to make the comparison that Jet Li's the one. <laughs> so insert that here. I think that's like the fourth time we've mentioned that. We should just watch that one day. We should. <laughs> You know, next special bonus episode where when we can't find anything to watch or we just don't want to watch I got these it. cruddy movies, we'll watch Jet Li's The One. I got it. Hold on. It feels like direct to stream. January the 1st of 2022 is a Saturday. <laughs> 2022. Maybe we, have a, All right. maybe we have a special release of The One on January 1st. Who knows? Who knows? Probably not. But maybe. But I don't have a whole lot else to say. I mean, we can do, we can talk about some of the actors. I think we talked about most of the ones that are like... We've talked about everyone who really matters, yeah. Uh, I do want to point out the character who plays, or the actor who plays Joseph uh, has an over 121 acting credits and has been in some stuff that I, like, I recognized him and I couldn't figure out where he was from. But he's in, he's in The Flash. Uh, He's in 42 episodes of The Flash. He's in 300. He's in Godzilla. Uh, he's in Arrow. Like, he's just, he's in The Predator. He's just been in a bunch of stuff, and I recognized him. So I thought that was pretty cool. What about um, Captain General Williams? Oh, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Captain General. <laughs> Played by Adrian Holmes. <laughs> Making a return. Uh, coming back is, to... Is this, the, is this the quickest unintentional repeat of a character on our show? I mean... I guess unintentional. If you don't don't count Nicola Posner, because she did show up in the first ten minutes of Ninjak unexpectedly. Hold on, on. let me look at our list of episodes. Please do, because I well, because if I no, no, I might be because we have Mythica and then we had Angel Angels Fallen right afterwards. So Angels Fallen. (laughs) Sorry, I brought that back up. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. So Adrian. Holmes played Michael Fane in V Wars, which we reviewed during Two Spooky mm-hmm. Month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh man, oh man! Do you think that they were like, "Hey, you gotta shave because you're playing a military general captain thing"? And he was like, mm, "You're not paying me enough to shave." All right, 
so I I do think this is okay in terms of in terms of episodes that will be released because mm. I know we recorded Angels Fall in almost I want to say the same month we recorded Mythica, but our Mythica episode came out on June 29th, and then Angels Fallen came out on August 24th. So oh, almost two full months. So V Wars was what? Uh, Not long enough ago. August 4th. So as long as this episode gets released before December 3rd, which it will, he will be the fastest reoccurring actor on our on our podcast. Unintentionally. Unintentionally. Unintentional reoccurrence because i think we did all of did jason trust four (laughs) or five weeks in a row but that was very much on purpose very much on purpose awesome yeah good for him 156 acting credits 154 acting credits he obviously i mean he's got work good for him i have nothing else to say about this movie i don't want to say anything else about this movie (laughs) i do not think it is worth the price of subscription Mm. that's where i'm gonna fall what are you are you gonna um, what side of the fence? You got to pick a side. No, I don't think it's worth the price of subscription. However, however, if you are already paying for Amazon Prime, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, there's so many other things on Amazon Prime. Now let me ask you yeah. this question: Yeah, is this movie as bad as Singularity? No. Okay. No. Is it as bad as Kingdom of Gladiators? No. No, it is not. Angels Fallen? No, it's not as bad as Angels. I I said it was Okay. I didn't say I didn't say it was poorly made. No, Those are all poorly no, no, no. made films. I'm not talking about like the production value. I'm just talking I know, about in general, if you, in general. If you had to watch one, if if someone laid out all four of those movies in front of you and it was like, if you don't watch one of these, we're gonna shoot you, would it be this? I think this is the shortest one. Okay. Maybe Angels Fallen. It depends. Are you gonna have to watch it with me or is it just me? <laughs> Because um, I'll rewatch Kingdom of Gladiators <laughs> if it makes you watch it. <laughs> uh, I, I think I would pick Singularity just because it's so funny in retrospect. <laughs> Only if I can get the Aurora cut. If you can get me the Aurora cut, I'll be all over. Come it. on, I will pay good money for the Aurora cut. I will. I will. I'll become a shell for that movie. <laughs> uh, we just need to see it. We 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 want it. We deserve it. Do you have an idiot of this movie? Uh, no, I don't think I have an idiot of the movie. I mean, okay. probably the guy who was like, oh, this guy's an alpha and then ignored it. He's like, oh, this is hey, this is the most powerful enhanced individual we've ever seen. In fact, he's not even supposed to exist. He's so powerful. Let, let's go get him. Don't worry, it's guys. Cool. Everything will be fine. <laughs> I know he says it. He he's says like, it'll be a glitch or ah, yeah. it's just a Charlie. Yeah. Three tears down like, mm, you got your team killed, buddy. Do you like that he's in an interrogation room after he gets back to base? Like, he's not in the hospital getting visited by Captain General Williams? Doesn't make any sense. Danny. Danny is my idiot of the movie. Uh, yeah. uh, Danny, uh, played by Jeffrey R. Smith, uh, is the uh, benevolent, as it, as it would appear, owner of some kind of mechanic shop. Yeah, auto garage or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, he's an idiot for a few reasons. One... He deals with organized crime. So I think by product, he's, he, I think he might be a hench. Man, you, you know, you could get pressed into it. It could be one of those, you know, kind of protection money things. And if we're going to talk about idiots, uh, what was the, the gangster's name? Marco? Marco, yeah. He m- makes a passport and then tries to extort more money out of them. 
And then he immediately starts burning the passport. <laughs> like you could have still got something out of it. Like you went through all that trouble. Then were you going to throw away the thing that could have made you more money? I don't know. He didn't make well, any, he didn't make much sense. Well, I think that like maybe his plan was he, he wanted the $10,000, right? And he wasn't going to get 10 grand because he knew this guy didn't have any money, but maybe he'll sign over his business. Maybe. Or maybe this now becomes a front, you know, of some kind. That's what I'm saying. Danny, he's an idiot. Look, listeners, I can't tell you how to live your life, but I can tell you that you probably shouldn't get involved with organized crime (laughs) because it doesn't really work out for low level hinch. No, it doesn't. He is very much a low level hinch. So yeah, idiot of the movie. Well, if y'all have suggestions for much better movies that we should watch, Please email us sci-fiwiseguys at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on social media at sci-fiwiseguys on Twitter or Instagram. We also have a Facebook group that we sometimes look at, the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast group. If you enjoyed what you heard, we'd appreciate your support by liking, following, subscribing, hitting the little heart, whatever it is on your podcast streaming app of choice to get notified when new, new episodes release and to show your support. And of course, the best way you can show your support with for any indie podcast is simply to share us. Share us with your friends, and then share us with your enemies. And if you've done all that, and you just got to go above and beyond, you can go to patreon.com slash sci-fi-wiseguys, become a patron. It's a dollar a month, get you episodes early, and the occasional behind-the-scenes content. And we really appreciate it. Stay healthy. Stay hydrated. And uh, don't go work for... A secret government organization. <laughs> yeah, it never works out. <laughs> Are they hench too, technically? They're getting paid though. They're full-time hench. Mm, full-time hench. Okay. Tw- once removed, Thank- I think Captain General Williams is technically also a hench. Yeah. He's a high-level hench. Huh. Yeah. Alright, fair enough. Too well, much henching. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye. Yeah, no, that's a good catch, man, with the kill order thing. Well, yeah, it popped I, up, and I was like, isn't that the same dude with the same blue eyes? What the heck is this? Oh, the same director? Oh, that guy. Never mind. Never mind. I think that's the second time that's happened. I don't remember what the first time was where we were like, we watched a movie, and then immediately we were like, hold on a second. <laughs> this is supposed to be like something else. Uh, Jackie Chan, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie was a sequel i don't know if we knew that going in or not i don't think we did yeah no like that yeah that's i think that's the one i'm thinking about like we realized it in real time like we're like hold on a second (laughs) yeah